you'd never say, hey, this is what should happen. Your dad shouldn't be in your life. Um, let's have, let's go ahead and write in that your mom's going to pass away. And then, um, and then you're going to have four new little siblings. And then your aunt and uncle are going to be your adopted mom and dad. Now, nobody would write that story. But the good news is about my story and about your story is that you don't get to write it. God wrote that story and he only writes good stories. Welcome to First Things First, episode one. I'm your host, my name is Grant Todd, and I'm so excited to sit down and talk with y'all. If you don't know yet, we're here to make what's most important to God, most approachable to you. It's what I'm so passionate about. I feel so indebted to what God's shown me in my life and the testimony and the track that he's given given to me. And so I'm excited before we get into the next episodes and all these different topics that we're so excited to talk about, I just want to introduce myself. Before I do that, I actually have a, um, we'll call her an eye in the sky, my incredible beautiful wife, Taylor. You're going to hear her, but you won't see her. Tay, you want to say hey? Hey, y'all. Taylor is behind the scenes, and uh, you, you, we don't have a camera on her. Um, it's not because she's not allowed. You know, I feel like someone's going to be like, <laughs> you won't let her on there. That's not what this is at all. Um, but uh, she keeps me grounded in way more ways than one. Taylor keeps me sane. She helps make sense of so many things for me. And uh, and so, you know, one of the things that she does so well is for me as a pastor, uh, sometimes I'll be venting about something around the house and I'm like, oh, if we just did this or whatever it is. And Taylor will say, well, most people don't think like that. And I get frustrated because I, I have a hard time sometimes thinking, you know, seeing outside of my my own perspective if I'm not careful. And so... Taylor keeps me so grounded in that. And so she, she'll sometimes be asking questions that she is assuming that y'all are probably thinking. Because or I may just be asking them for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool too. That's totally cool. Um, because uh, this, is what's, this is what's so important. Also, I wrote down a bunch of facts, like just some interesting things. And so I've got some different topics. Taylor doesn't know what I wrote down, even mm-hmm. though she knows these about me, of course. And so um, I, uh, I want to kind of get to know you and I want you to get to know me a little bit. Um, one thing that'll be fun too, as we're getting to know y'all, uh, put it in the comments or shoot us a message, send me a DM, wherever you're watching this from. Where are you from? I know God's been so good over the last few months. Um, we've been trying to step out in obedience and sharing his truth. And y'all have stepped out in encouragement and support. So thank you. And uh, we ask that you keep on. If this is an encouragement to you, share it. If there's somebody that's watching this right now and you're going, man, this is this is helpful. You know, right now I've just introduced myself and my wife. Mm-hmm. But if you're watching and you're encouraged and, you know, you know somebody else that wants to put first things first, send it to them. Show us some support. Do a review. Whatever it is that you do to support people. But I love it. Now I really want them to get to know who you are. And so who's the person behind First things first. Person behind, technically, well, I, person behind. The person <laughs> behind is uh, is Taylor here. But um, you know, one thing I I wanted to share is that I am a pastor. I've been a pastor for about seven years now. Um, I'm a, a high school ministry pastor at a church in San Diego, 
Um, you know, sometimes it's so funny. I'll, uh, I'll share that I'm a pastor at a church in San Diego and people ask, do you guys live in San Diego? So fun fact, not only do we serve at a church in San Diego, but yes, we live here. It's uh, it's part of the, it's, it's part of the job. Yeah. I'm a high school ministry pastor here. God's blessed it so much. I was just looking at it the other day. Um, man, in the last year we have had 500 plus high school kids sign up for small groups in this ministry. And God is so good. Would you pray for them? Would you pray that God would show himself to them, that he'd make himself known, that they would be disciples of his and that they would shine his light. Fun fact, reminder, Jesus did not say, he didn't say, remember, tell people that I'm the light of the world. He said, you are the light of the world. That's something I'm so passionate about. I hate it when people don't realize it. I hate it when when people aren't encouraged that they have a light that they can shine and that God's got them set apart from it. And so that's something that I just feel is so important to me. And part of the way that God designed me is I just think it's so important to let people know God designed us to be the light of the world. Okay, so before you were a high school pastor, though, what was going on? Because this is some important stuff. Uh, well, let's see. Here's an un- another fun fact I got is I was adopted. I know. Uh, even there are some people that are close to me that may not know that I was adopted. I think that would be incredible if a close friend of mine was watching this and they were like, bro, you were adopted. I had no idea. Um, but yeah, another fun fact about me is I was adopted and that's a huge piece of my life that God used in such an incredible way. I grew up in Southern Virginia, um, was raised by my mom all by herself and, um, dad wasn't in my life. Um, and so when my mom was getting really sick, I had an aunt and uncle and four little cousins, and we can talk a little bit about them. Hopefully I'm going to have, I want to have everybody on at some point, but, uh, my aunt and uncle and four little cousins, um, adopted me and my older brother, Blake, when I was going into my, I was going into my senior year, you know, my junior year of high school. And Blake was going into his senior year of high school and my mom passed away and, my aunt and uncle, we lovingly call them Princess and Uncle D. My uh, my aunt, when when her friends first heard her, heard her kids calling her Princess, they were like, do you make them call you Princess? And she's like, no, I just can't get them to stop. And so when she was our aunt, what we called her was Princess, and now it just stuck, so we can't, we can't help ourselves. But here's what happened with them. Growing up, I grew up in the Bible Belt, Southern Virginia. We went to church sometimes, but not a whole lot. So I get adopted by my aunt and uncle, and their thing was, um, we go to church in this house. This is what we do. Uh, And so I was a kid, maybe this is an encouragement to somebody out there, I was a kid who was forced to go to church. I didn't have any choice. I talk to parents sometimes now, you know, they're, you know, trying to figure out how do I get my kids to go to church because I don't want to force them to go. My encouragement to them is force them to go. It's, it's so helpful for a kid when there is an adult in their life to just make the decision for them that's most important. I, I am who I am today because people who loved me did what I didn't want, which is they made me go to church. Um, they made me do a lot of things that were good for me. But for instance, and Uncle D, I love y'all for making me go to church. Um, I got to give a little shout out to Blake. We were, we were always, we grew up together. So he knows I love him too. And we've been through everything together, but also want to give a shout out to my little siblings, Dave, Brad, Grace, Ann, 
and Zandy, when I got adopted, um, when our houses, you know, our house meshed like that, they, they had to give up a lot of stuff too. me and, you know, it was expensive to take on two new teenagers. And so that's kind of the house that we grew up in. I mean, you would never write the story. You would never recommend it for anybody. You, you'd never say, Hey, this is what should happen. Your dad shouldn't be in your life. Um, let's have, let's go ahead and write in that your mom's going to pass away. And then, um, and then you're going to have four new little siblings and then your aunt and uncle are going to be your adopted mom and dad. Now, nobody would write that story, but the good news is about my story and about your story is that you don't get to write it. God wrote that story and he only writes good stories. Um, is that, you feel like I, that's helpful thing? Mm, that's good. Because in that amazing, hard, but beautiful story, yeah. you have a call to ministry. Mm-hmm. And I think you should tell them about that. So I'm forced to go to church as a high school kid, adopted by my aunt and uncle, trying to put on a good face, if I'm being honest, acting like, yeah, I wanted to go to church too. And so I am forced to go to this high school ministry. It's a fun fact. This is actually the high school ministry I'm currently the the pastor of now, but I'm forced to go in. Shout out. Can we just like take that for a second? That's crazy. Like it is it is circle. the most full circle. God writes stories. Like you cannot convince me otherwise. It's crazy. It's the most bizarre thing. I walked in this room. I mean, it looked cool. I was not about it. I could I could not have been less interested in going to church. I couldn't have been less interested in youth group, high school ministry. I, I just had no interest in it whatsoever. So I walk in. Um, unfortunately for me, there were tons of people there who cared about me and loved me. And so, darn it, um, I felt like I belonged. You know, uh, another shout out is uh, my high school pastor at the time. His name's Troy Lehman. And that guy just made me know they love me and there was a place for me in God's house. And so I'm forced over and over, hey, guess what? 9 a.m. We're going to church. We're going to church at 9 a.m. And I'm sitting there groggy, dusting my eyes um, in the morning or whatever. Over time, um, I finally end up giving my life to the Lord and I'm sitting in there. I'm a high school kid. I've given my life to the Lord. My mom died. My dad's not in my life. And I'm going, what in the world does God want in my life? And I'm sitting in that dang youth group that I was forced to go to again. And as I'm sitting in there, I look up and I'm praying to God as, as a pastor's preaching. And like a ton of bricks, God put that on my heart. That's what I want you to do. I want you to make sense of God to people. And this idea that I didn't articulate until, you know, just, you know, past year or so. But make what's most important to God, most approachable to people. To help people, just like I was, unsuspecting, not knowing what God wanted in my life. What God was putting on my heart right then as a kid in high school was, I want you to do this. I created you to do this. I've got big plans for you to do this in ways that you can never even imagine. And so it didn't start off as something that I've felt like I was good at. I didn't, it didn't start off as something I was excited about. My number one fear in my life when I was called to be a pastor was talking in front of somebody. That was my number one fear. And now that's what you do now, all the time. Now, now that is arguably what I do professionally. You know, and well, I don't know I just saying, saying arguably. Do, uh, arguably professionally. 
Arguably, I'm a professional communicator. Okay, but isn't that just another testament of something where God can take something we are so afraid of? Yeah. And he uses that? Yeah. Like, you do that for a living now. Yeah. Every day. It's crazy. It's so wild. I, I But that's the thing. And so, you know, I know I said I'm, uh, I'm trying to let you get to know me a little bit, but I'm also... A, a pastor, so I got to think about you. I'm sorry. I can't help myself. That's why we're doing this. We're doing this for the Lord, and we're doing this to help anybody. I don't care if we got one person that tunes into this or it's helpful for. I just want you to know this. It doesn't matter whether you see the will of God or whether it makes sense for you, whether God is the first thing in your life or you can't even think of the number on the lineup that he would be. What you need to know is God's knocking on the door of your heart. And he has such good things planned for your life. He loves you. And he wants you to know him. He wants you to know how good it is to live in relationship with him. I can't remember what I was reading the other day, what passage it was. I think it was in Exodus. I don't want to spend too much time trying to find it. But, um... How does it go? I might know. I've been, uh, I've been up. In, You've been up in the Exodus. Yeah, I'm doing that one year Bible reading plan. Um, yep, it was in Exodus, and God said, "I'm doing this to Pharaoh, that you would know I am God." What's interesting though is He wasn't doing so many of the things. God doesn't do anything proving to Himself that He's God. He's not egotistical. He doesn't have to prove to Himself that He's God, but He's willing to do good things in your life to prove to you that he's God. And so my challenge to you in that, if you're okay with me sending a challenge your way on episode one, my challenge to you would be to search for a good that God's got for you because he's constantly showing his goodness to you. And uh, in Romans 1, he says that he, he's put evidence in all of creation of his existence He's put evidence in what he surrounded you with in your life of his goodness and his existence. And so he's, he's constantly knocking on the door of your heart, wanting to be known by you. Not that you would just say, hey, open the door. I know that you exist. I believe that you're real. What James says is that even demons believe that God is real. But what he wants you to do is invite him in. Just like just like I was a high school kid who didn't know that there was a God who loved me and had a good plan for me. I didn't know it at the time, but what God showed me since is what he wants of my life is my life. He wants a relationship with me. He wants to know me and he wants me to know him. What you think, Tay? That's good. That's good. That'll preach. Hey, it will. We're excited to get to know y'all. You know, I know on the front end, we were asking where you're tuning in from, uh, whatever it is. So let us know where you're tuning in from. And also, if anything here has been an encouragement to you, share it. Send it out. Let people know this is the movement. We're putting first things first, and we're going to start today. I'm fired up about it. We look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah. Well, what are some of the best ways that they can connect with you? Like on Instagram, like uh, you uh, on Instagram uh, if they're not already. Good call. Good call. Good call. You're going to start doing Monday morning Bible study, oh, the hey. first day of the week Bible studies. Yep. We're going to do, uh, 
we're not going to do this every day because I don't want my my quiet time with God to exclusively be, hey, we're inviting everybody else into it. But uh, <laughs> That's a good move. Yeah, 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 yeah. Monday mornings, 6.30 in the morning. That's Pacific Standard Time. I don't know where you are, but uh, for some of y'all, it'll be early. For some of y'all, it'll be late. Um, but for all of y'all, we're putting first things first. If you want to tune in to that, it's going to be on my Instagram. Uh, it's underscore Grant underscore Todd. Check us out. Look out for it. 630 on Monday mornings. Just so you know, we need to put first things first every day, but we're going to start it reading the Bible together and I'm going to be live on that. So I want to hear y'all's thoughts. I want to get what stands out to God's word about you and any questions y'all have. It'll be a ton of fun. Yes. And if they have any questions, particularly for the podcast of what they oh, want to hear and please. what they want us to dive into, because that's what this is for. It's not, we don't yep. just want to hear ourselves talking. Yeah. Not here just to get some chip off my shoulder. Uh, my goal is not all, not just going to be sharing all my notes. I mean, I got notes and notes and notes of our next episodes to come and all that stuff. And so I've got things that I'm excited to share. But I'm not interested in only sharing, you know, to things that I think are important or helpful or whatever it is. We want to help you. We're here to serve you. We're, we're here to make what's most important to God, most approachable to you. And the one of the ways that we can do that is by you letting us know what, what areas of your life would be more helpful, what areas of your life, what context, what examples, anything like that that you feel like would be helpful. Yep, I love it. Just send us a DM to underscore Grant underscore Todd and we can, next podcast, we'll cover it. That's it. I love it. We're here for it. Well, it's been real. It's been fun. And we'll see you soon.